Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, everybody, to It's Doomsday Podcast. Today is September 18th, 2022. Time is 18.06. And joining me, as always, is Big Daddy Prep. What's up, Al? Hey, I hope everybody's enjoying your weekend and having a good time this week. And I hope that you're uh, getting prepped up and ready to go. Because as I say all the good things, I want to make sure to tell you to get prepped up and get ready to go. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And, guys, just some updates real quick. Uh, Monday, the show comes out. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And into next Monday, I will be in Saluda, North Carolina, at Prepper Camp. It is one of the biggest events in the country. Once again, I'm going to put this out there to you guys. If you haven't downloaded the Podbean app yet, definitely freaking download the app. We're going to be live from Prepper Camp exclusively on Podbean. We're going to be doing many, many shows, hopefully with some really awesome guests. And if you get the freaking app, you could be listening to Al's podcast on there, the Big Daddy Prep Show. You could be listening to It's Doomsday Podcast Live on Monday nights. You're missing out on so much by not having this app, guys. Just get the app and download it and come in and start participating in the lives. We'd love it. Absolutely. Get that app. All right. So to move into this, uh, this episode is all about trusting no one and that could mean a lot of things but when it comes to the prepper aspect guys you could never be too careful with whom you trust would you agree Al? oh 110 percent i mean if you can't trust someone trust is like the basis for everything friendships love you know anything so yeah if you can't trust somebody you don't need them around you Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. And here's something I want you guys to really think about. Look at the people around you that you trust the most. Your parents, your wife, your husband, like the, you know, the people you are lifelong partners with. And think about how much trust you actually have in these individuals and think to yourself, how many divorces happen? How many marriages split? How many people don't talk to their parents anymore? How many, how many parents have wrote their kids out of wills? So even the closest people around you could, in fact, be someone that would take you out or screw you in doomsday. You're right, Jester, because I've been through that in my family. Uh, You know, just personal experience of dealing with family. And uh, I had to cut people out of my life. So it would be very easy to cut a stranger out or somebody I barely knew. If you can cut a family member out, anybody else is real easy. You know, I had, I had someone tell me years ago, they said, uh, Jester, I just want you to know something growing up in life, a valuable lesson that was taught to me, is your best friend will be the first person to screw you over, right? And Pretty I've much. And I've seen it. And we did an episode a long time ago 
about group selection now. You remember that episode where we talked yes, about? Yes, Ed. There was yes, the sir. inner circle, there was the outer circle, there was, there was the, the circle, right? Yep. <laughs> and I think to myself, you know, putting people into that realm of like that inner circle, the trust that has to be there, you know, between you and that individual. Well, here's the thing, Jester. As you go through the circles and you have distance from people, maybe you don't watch as as closely with the, the little the little nuances of a person, how people do things. But the people that are really close to you, you get used to the way they do things and the different traits that they have. And usually people's traits stop. When they start being deceptive or lying and things like that, usually their normal traits stop too. So that's something to watch. But people the closest to you, you should be able to see those traits in really fast, you know. Oh, absolutely. So I guess... I wanted to kind of bounce into this episode as how do we protect ourselves in doomsday? Cause I mean, the, the show is entitled trust no one, right? So if, if you think about that you think, why are they talking about this? What is, what is the point of this episode? It's very simple guys. When a person becomes desperate, they will screw you over. When the last loaf of bread is on the shelves, someone's going to fight you for it. Right. Yep. And these are just average everyday people that don't know what you have in your prepper pantry, that don't know what you have put back, that maybe don't know that you've got comms, a solar generator, and all these random ass things. Okay. So it's the idea of how do we safeguard ourselves against these people that we can't trust? Because until shit really breaks bad, until something really happens, you don't know if you could truly trust someone or not. Like Al oh. might trust me, but I might fight him for the last potato in the garden. You, you know, never know. Enough. <laughs> you never know. You know, trust, Jester. I mean, trust and loyalty. That's something that's easy when nothing's going on. You know, people say, "Well, I've been true. I've been your friend. I've been loyal to you." I, you know, you trust me, don't you? And you might have a pretty good trust. But when it comes to life and death situations, people aren't always what they appear to be, and they certainly don't act and react the way. He, you know, I mean, you can have a person can be very deceptive when there's nothing bad going on, but when some really big goes on, they may just cut your throat and leave you dying. You have no idea. So I always, um, I always kind of put things in a perspective of four when it comes to trust. There's, there's someone I would give the keys to my house to. There's someone I would leave my life, wife alone with. There's someone I would trust uh, to pick me up from the airport, and then there's someone I trust to pick my kids up from school, right? So I right. have I have my levels and like the, the biggest I think one is isn't leaving you alone with my wife. She could handle her own. But mm -hmm. it's that whole keys to the house thing and the picking the kids up. If I say, dude, I wouldn't trust you to pick me up from the airport. That means I have no faith in you at all. Right. right. And that's I, I have my levels with people of where I'm at. And even as far as reliability and loyalty goes, like I have friends that I know. If I was broke down on the side of the road and it was 3 a.m., I could call them and they would come and pick my ass up or they'd bring me a gallon of gas or whatever the case may be. Like, I know they would do that. But if I said to them, hey, dude, look, I'm planning this huge party. I need you to be there. You know, everybody's going to be there. It's hit or miss whether they're going to show up or not. So it's like you do have those people that have that loyalty. In the immediate moment, they're going to demonstrate their friendship and how, you know, how much they cared as far as being a friend goes and what they're willing to do for you. But at the same time, you also have these people that they don't care to emotionally support you. So if something's important to me, you may not be there. You might just be that friend that helps me out in a bad spot. Yeah. You guys got to identify 
the people in your lives. You got to identify the friendships around you, okay? And you got to assess everybody around you. You should be doing constant assessments of everybody 24-7 all of the time. You know, Jester, I've kind of had different trust levels. You know, I mean, I have people that I know would take care of my wife if something happened to her. I don't see them all the time, but they're the kind of people that if something happened to me today, I was gone. They would show up on this piece of property, knock on the door, Miss Carrots, there's something I could do for you. Is there anything I, anything I can help you with? And those are people I don't see all the time. I've got people I see every day. If I something happened to me, I kicked off, I was gone. They probably wouldn't even call my wife and say, oh, you didn't show up today. I mean, trust is, you have to divvy trust out very, very, I don't know, I you have to be you can't be generous with your trust i guess what i'm trying to say hey preppers do you want 10 percent off survival food go to www.readywise.com and use code doom10 at checkout for 10 percent off all your survival food needs again that's code doom10 at checkout at readywise.com d-o-o-m 10 for 10 percent off at readywise.com No, it, it, trust isn't designed for you to pass it out like candy and give it to everybody. Okay. No. A lot of people confuse the idea of respect and trust, that it, it should be something that people just get without earning and you should trust people until they break it. I was a dumb kid once and that's how I operated. I trusted everybody until you gave me a reason not to. Right. And I've gotten older and I've come to find that no, trust is something definitely earned. You have to earn that trust. Okay. Now, Something I did want to get into with this is a lot of preppers and a lot of people within the prepping community have been reaching out more online to meet fellow preppers, to learn more things. They're getting more active on social media, online forums, Facebook groups, all these different things, right? And I want to tell you guys, be very, very careful on the information that you are providing to people, okay? Yes. Very, very careful. Because simply stating to somebody, oh, yeah, I have a root cellar and I restock it all the time. And, you know, <laughs> I live in this county in this state. That may not seem like that close of information, but you just gave them a big piece of information. Right. Because now right. they know oh, they have a root cellar. They're in a rural community. It must be a smaller community. You know, let me let me go poke around and see if I can't track this person down. Oh, I got their name off the forum. Now I know their address. Right. Yep. So just something that simple can really put you in harm's way. One thing I've been seeing trendy now, I swear I've been seeing this almost almost daily at this point, is people actively searching out other people to join their groups or so they can join in a group. And I'm always asking, getting asked this question all the time, how do I meet other preppers? And I'm going to tell you guys something. I, I, I do push people in the direction of, hey, there's this forum, there's this online group if you're looking for more information. But guys, the idea of going out and meeting people offline it, and, and hooking up with other preppers could potentially be to your own detriment. And I don't recommend doing that at all. I don't either. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know, Jester and I, we work together. I've known of him and lots of other creators out there on, on different forums and on, especially on one forum. But I feel like I know him. I know a lot about him and things, but I've never met a one of them. And 
I'm not saying I wouldn't, but it's not on my list of things to do. So it's great to have friends and people you learn from on here, but it's very scary when you get out there and you start trying to meet up with each other because you never know who the other person really is. They could look like one thing online and be something totally different. Oh, yeah, I want, Al, I 100% agree with you. And, I mean, I have met a handful of creators uh, from online. I've even met fans that listen to the show from time to time. I've met a few of them. And I'll tell you, like, there's, there's like, a common theme I have here with everybody is, like, I don't want everybody to know what's in my house. Very few people I have met have even been to my house or have my address or know where I live. Okay, very, very few. I think that in the time I've been doing the show, um... Two people, two people that I've met doing the show have actually been to my house. Okay, that's hmm. that's it. I, I keep it very low key buried. And I mean, guys, this, I mean, this we are coming up on the third year of It's Doomsday podcast. Al got with us. Al, Al I want to say it's been ten months or so. I think maybe yeah. a little bit longer than, or maybe a little bit yeah. shorter, than, maybe eight or nine months. Somewhere, been, yeah, about been, ten months. Yeah. And I just found out today that I've been on TikTok for a year now, and that's where I met Al. I met Al on TikTok, yep. and we, he came in, and we started doing the show together. Right. You know, I've learned a lot in the, well, the last couple of years. I've been a prepper my whole life, but the last couple of years, we started meeting up on forums and things like that. I've learned so much. I mean, there's a lot of great people out there to teach you. And then if you throw out a little nugget and somebody gets it, that's that's a great thing, too. But these are great folks. I love to watch them daily. I don't go search out people. I'm not going to go all over the world. I'm not going to, you know, really tell you where I'm at because I kind of make sure my pictures and my videos don't really describe where I'm at. That could be anywhere in Arkansas for the pictures I put out there. But first, you just have to be careful. And then the prepping community, you need to pull in as much information from these people that you can find out there and, and, and try to Try to network. Social networking is easy because you don't ever, you don't really have to meet one on one. But when you get out there in these communities and you get to go to classes, sometimes you'll find out things like that. People holding classes and events. Any any information that you can pick up for your prepping is great. Oh, absolutely. And Al, to kind of piggyback off that, guys, there's nothing wrong with spending time on these online forums and, and getting to know people, keeping it on an internet basis only and keeping things hidden. A lot of my followers on, on different platforms and things, they don't have their real names out there. They don't tell everybody exactly where they're at. It's not a thing, right? right. It's just not, it's not something common that people do because there is this idea of, you know, how, how we've talked about, you know, hide your preps. Don't tell everybody everything you have, you know, that's, Kind of the common theme here we we haven't really did a show on werewolf preppers and maybe we need to do that at some point but that's kind of kind of the gamut here is you need to not trust anybody in order to avoid these bad people to avoid the werewolf preppers to avoid people that are just looking to come in and suck off of, of a community and not put any work into it i've had people that have requested like, hey, what would I have to do to get in your circle to come there if shit really broke bad? What do I have to do to be with you? And it's like, okay, well, why do you want to be here? Well, I want protection. Okay. What do you have to bring to the table? Nothing right. really. Okay. So that's that's a problem for me. Um, I'm not going to work my ass off for years and years and years to make you know my homestead stable and to be able to survive off grid, power failure, this, that, the other, just for somebody to come here and reap off the benefit. You know, that's absolutely. Not, 
that's not what I'm about. I'm doing this for my immediate family, for my kids, like so they're comfortable if shit breaks bad. That's the whole plan. So no, I don't want anybody just showing up here that brings nothing to the table or has nothing to offer. That's something I do not want at all, you know. I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, I, what I've done and done over the years, I've hid away. I've got stuffed away in places you, you would, you'd be hard pressed to find any of my stuff if you knew who I was at and if you knew who I was. And you know, nobody has to know what everybody's real name is. I mean, you, you can hide, you can, you can act like you don't want anybody. I mean, you can be friendly with everybody, but you don't have to let them know where you're at. And I don't know. I, I've enjoyed the last year or so, year plus, year and a half that I was. Uh, on social media and meeting all the good folks that I have. I mean, it's expanded me and I thought I've been prepping for years, but it's really expanded me and you got, you got great creators out there. They're really great people, you know, and, and I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I, I've met so, I mean, my horizons have opened so much in the last year and a half compared to what they were with prepping and with life. I, I, I can't, I can't explain how much I've enjoyed it. Oh no. I, I mean, it's, it's so weird. <laughs> How you can just jump into a live or jump into someone's show and just sit there and listen to these topics. And I mean, a lot of it's repeat information, like we hear it again and again and again. But it's so nice yeah. to get different viewpoints on it and hear it spun in a different way. It's, I mean, it, it keeps me engaged. You know what I'm saying? And, and it keeps yep. me listening. And it's very interesting to just watch somebody go through their preps or talk about this different aspect or explain something in, the, in a way that nobody has before. So, Absolutely. And something I did want to get into as well with this is, guys, the prepper community is growing. It's huge. There's so many preppers out there. It's unreal. And what's very interesting is I've had people come to me and say that, hey, dude, I'm a prepper. If shit breaks bad, I want to let you know I'm willing to help out you and your family. And I'm like, OK, awesome. Thank you, man. I don't tell them what I have. I don't tell them, tell them that I'm a prepper too. I'm just like, yeah, dude, I guess if things break bad, I'm screwed. You think my neighbors know what I'm doing over here? No. 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 <laughs> Keep it close to the chest. Al, how many of your neighbors know that you're preppers? You're a prepper. Well, your state's kind of known for it, so I'm assuming yeah. maybe all of them. But I mean, you actually can like lose your Arkansas membership, uh, Arkansas membership here in the state if you're not a prepper. So if they find out it's, it's worth. I always say it's, not being a prepper here is worse than <laughs> being a Yankee here. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm telling you, man. Everybody here is a prepper, but everybody pretty much knows that everybody puts away to a certain degree. There are a lot of people that are moderate preppers. You know, they've got food stuck back, and they've got a well, and they've got this, and, you know, a couple generators. That moderacy. But then there's the real hardcore preppers, and, dude, they're, they're buried in up here like ticks. I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't believe the things I've seen that here in this state. Arkansas is well known for being prepared, and not that others aren't. I know Missouri and a few other states are, but... Arkansas, man, this is the last place they need to come try to take one day. Oh, I'm telling you, and it and it's you know when you talk about Arkansas, it's like I I see the preppers that come out of the woodwork there, and how many people talk that that they're actually there. It's unreal. It is like the prepper state, which is just, yep. I mean, well, it's it's phenomenal because I mean you're with a bunch of like-minded people, but again, just to reiterate for the listeners, that doesn't mean trust everybody. Nope. Don't do that. <laughs> Nope. Hey, I've got big time preppers, uh, big time people that have been on social media. They're within a very 
close proximity to me. I mean, literally 30 minutes, an hour, hour and a half, two hours, three hours away from me. I've never met one. And we know where each other are at. I've met one person, one person off of uh, social media, one. And that was for something that, you know, I mean, we actually found out we actually knew each other. We well, all kind of knew each other. I think I remember that. That was, I think you were swapping chickens or something yep, like that. Yep, yeah, chickens. swapping chickens. So there you go, guys. Meet up, you know, swap some chickens, but don't bring each other, you know, to each other's houses, things like that. If you're going right. to definitely meet up in a public place, okay? Definitely have like a, a neutral common ground, okay? That's like a big thing. And to go back to what I was talking about earlier, like the, the two people that have ever been here that, that I, I've met online that have ever been to my place, None of them have my address. We met at a, a different location and then and then came here, right? So they if they remember how to get here, good for them. But at the end of the day, they don't have an address for GPS to get here. So there's little things like that, yeah. guys, that I think that you really need to be exercising. And then <clears throat> here's something else, too. I know... I know that you can get really close with coworkers just because you see them every day and, and stuff like that. And the last place you want to be talking about prepping is, is your job. Yep. All right. That is, that is the last place you want to do it. You know, everybody gets real comfortable at work. How's the wife has, how's the kids you meet up at the Christmas parties, you know, maybe there's corporate events you do outside and everybody's families know each other, especially if you're in a smaller community, just because it's a coworker, just because you see them every day does not mean they wouldn't screw you over the first chance they get. Americans are really good at screwing over other Americans, man. It's like one thing our, our nation is good for, like that we're good at in this country. And I got to tell you, man, I do not want to see any of our listeners or anybody in the prepping community at all. I don't want to see you guys get taken out, go hungry, starve to death, anything. No. Because you made a decision to trust somebody that you shouldn't have trusted. That's absolutely right. You know, I, it's you can meet somebody that can be dangerous. Uh, you could meet and get involved with somebody that might be financially irresponsible. You could end up in, you know, working with somebody like that that you meet. That There's so many things I can tell you. I mean, almost 20 years of working in, in the corrections, um, it taught me to start reading people. And I read people, and as I read people, it's not like I get away from you if I learn something bad about you. As I read people... I stay a long ways away from people, and then if I read something good in you, then I kind of draw closer to you. I like to keep people very standoffish from me because I watch their traits, and once I figure their traits at, I mean, really seriously, I should have got a Ph.D. in psychology for all those years working in corrections. But you learn how to read people, Jester, and I, I can tell you within about 15 minutes of talking to somebody, just about in any situation, is this going to work out or not? Yeah, I, I, Al, I 100% agree with you. Um, and that's, it, it's got to be something from being within law enforcement, but I've, I've found that too, this unique ability to read people pretty quick and that unique ability to maybe I should not trust this person. Maybe I shouldn't give them too much information. Maybe I shouldn't be telling them the things I'm telling them, right? Yep. Now, the, the problem is, and again, I'm going to, we're going to rip back into this online thing real quick. The problem is, is it's really hard to read people through an app or through an online form or through social media, right? It's really hard. How many times have you heard throughout your life, 
you don't truly know somebody till you live with them. That's right? true. And I can tell you, it's 100% true. I've had relationships with girls, and we eventually moved in together, and it's like, holy shit, this sucks. I cannot stand her. Like, yep. it, she's got to go, or I got to go. Maybe I'm the one that's sucking. She told me I need to get out. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's, and, and like, personal note, I moved in with my wife right away. Okay, we, we were pretty much from the day we started talking, we've been together every day since. And we learned really quickly that we are extremely compatible and things just work. All right. Now, when I, the reason I'm pushing this back into the prepping aspect is because, guys, there there is that level. There is that level of compatibility. There is that level of trust. And, and you're not going to get any of that shit from an online forum. You're not going to get it. You need to be physically seeing this person over and over again to, to make these assessments, to be able to read them, to find out if they would be someone you could trust or not. Here's something that I will tell you guys. If you really want a good exercise of who you could trust, who you can't trust, what's going on, and you want to bring somebody into that circle, make them work as hard as you are. If they're willing to, if they're willing to put in the work and the time that you're putting into your preps, and I'm talking every aspect. Okay, if you want to form a little group, these people need to be out there exercising with you. They need to be helping you can. They need to be helping you put things away. They need to be contributing financially to preps. They need to be out splitting firewood with you. They need to be cross-training and learning with you. And if they're not, if they say, no, I'm not going to do these things. I, nah, I, I'm not into that. Okay, then that's someone you can't trust or have around. Right. right. And also, guys, it's not really that difficult to figure out if somebody's lying to you or not. All right. People nowadays, and I don't know why this is a thing, I swear to God, they have this goldfish memory where they will tell you something, okay? Then 30 minutes later, they're taking back what they said or they're giving you a different story about the same damn thing. So it's it's really, for me, it's been really, really hard to trust people lately. It's been really, really difficult. And that's that was kind of my motivation to this because I'm not going to trust people to come here if shit hits the fan. Like, how do I know someone's just going to come here and not just to take me out so they have all my shit? I mean, and guys, do understand, you're talking about an apocalyptic scenario. This is a lawless society. There's no police. There's no 911. There's no attorney to represent you so you could file a lawsuit. There's no more courts. None right of that shit happens. I don't know. Sorry, I was ranting there for a while. My bad. No, you're right. I, I get to ranting too sometimes. And I want to tell you, I want to say, reiterate my old, my old theory that we talked about earlier, but my old theory about my, my circles and, and the people around me. You know, I've got my inner core, the people I have to be around that are around me, my wife, you know, the inner parts of the family that we're here every day. We see each other every day. We're down with this. And that, that's a very, very small circle of people. Then I got a circle that's outsiders, the people I have to deal with and work with and see on a daily basis that I have all these little, you know, it could be in a, uh, it could be in a bad situation where I'm dealing with somebody that they raise cattle and I need to buy beef from them or whatever. I've trained them this, trade them, that kind of circle. Then I have the distant circle and that distant circle is people that I, I only have to mess with if I absolutely have to. I don't want anything to do with those people. I avoid those kind of people. But I'm going to tell you, in every part of this circle that I have, there are tests. I test the person to see whether or not as closest to me. Will you steal from me? Would you lie about me? Would you talk about me? And if you, you can't do that, then you have to go to the outer circle. You, you have to, you know, 
I judge everybody in my circle, no matter what circle you're in. Maybe it's somebody I just see at the station, and I actually give them a, a dollar extra, and they take it and put it in the cash register, and they counted it out. I know for a dollar now that you'll steal from me. So, yeah, I, I grade everybody in those circles and those little like, inner circles, outer circles, daily circles. Oh, yeah. I mean, but you, you have to. You can't. Guys, part of the trust thing is not letting your guard down either, right? You should always be very mindful of what you're doing, what you're saying to people, who you can and can't trust. Guys, it's, it's a doggy dog world out there, man. I mean, people will screw you in a heartbeat. And how Al's ex explaining his circle here, I get it. I have people that I run into on a daily basis, and it's like I keep them at a specific distance. Al, do you know how many people in real life know that I even do this show? Probably not many that you communicate with. Nobody in town. No, not really. Hey, preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com. D O O M 10 for 10% off at readywise.com. How many? There might be, I don't know, off the top of my head, if, if I had to put a number on it and guess, there might be a dozen people I know off the internet that know that I do this show. I did this show for two years. Or no, I'm sorry, I take that back. I did the show for an entire year before my father even found out what I was doing. Right? <laughs> and I did this... Um, there was like a handful of family, other family members that knew about it. Like I told my brother about it, you know, like, Hey, I'm doing this, et cetera, et cetera. He was like, cool. Cause he's in the audio community. So he, he was like, awesome. Very cool. <laughs> um, and then, uh, like as far as coworkers and stuff goes, barely anybody, man, barely anybody. Really? And it's, it's always been kind of like by happenstance, like, Hey man, look, you're you're really good you seem put together i'd like to ha i'd like to bring you into my show and they're like you do a show i'm like yeah here it is check it out let me know if it's something you want to come in and be a guest on you know that's yeah. kind of how it how it operates and how it works but maybe a dozen people man there there are not too many and i like to keep it that way i mean this is my you know this is what i do in the privacy in my own home in regards to prepping is my business right <laughs> right i i agree you know I've gotten so used to enjoying the podcasting thing and, and being able to talk to people. And, and I I'd always say like this, if I'm doing a live, if there's one person on there or if there's a thousand people on it, it doesn't matter. You're going to get the same show because, you know what, I just go out there and talk about what I enjoy talking about, which is prepping, you know. And if somebody's out there listening to me, that's one person. If there's a thousand, hey, that's really great. But just being honest with people and, and being open with people is very hard um, when you get, I don't know how to explain it. For some people, it's just very hard. I mean, it's, I, I, I have to grade people in my brain, and I know a number in my brain when I meet you or I talk to you for a little bit, and I know whether I can deal with you and where you fall in the circles that have to do with me. And, and it's very hard to get any closer to me if I say somebody I don't trust. It's real easy to get thrown out of the circle and thrown all the way out of the pile altogether um, if you're close to me and I can't trust you. Uh, 
but I just keep on grading my head how 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 I trust people. I know as soon as I look at them and talk to them. Right. No. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess like I I think about the shows and I think about all the different people I talk to and stuff like that, and like very few people even know what my real name is. Okay. And it's just it's I. I get. What I don't saying. know your real name. Yeah, there you go. So, but, but I've you, never asked you either, and, right. and I have no reason to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously, that the audience doesn't know that, but I don't know Jester's name. No. And you and know what? It hasn't affected anything of our relationship and having a pretty successful podcast and and being able to split off and and kind of work together and work work separately and together i mean i have no idea what jester's name is but he's been incredibly good to me he's been a wonderful friend to me but i don't know his name but i don't need to know his name either i i i I guess what i'm trying to tell everybody in the out there in the in the whole prepping community is look don't give out too much information, but don't go out there and just try to find out everything about other people too. Just let people have their privacy. You you try to be the same way. Um, I didn't have to know Jester's name to know I liked him. I didn't have to know Jester's name or where he lived to start doing this podcast and, and to have a, a wonderful friendship for right at a year now and working together about, what, 10 months a year? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't have to know his name. I just knew I liked the guy, and hey, that's great. Maybe one day. I told him I'd meet him for a beer one day. We got to go one day. But there you go. <laughs> that's it. But so, I mean, but this goes back for the listeners, guys. This goes back to the thing like we actually practice what we preach. Yep. Right. I, I, Al doesn't know my name not because I don't trust Al, but it was because hey, I need to maintain OPSEC. Like that's what that's what that's about. And I mean, OPSEC and, and trust, they do go hand in hand. I mean, they absolutely do. But when we're telling you guys this shit, we're not doing this for, you know, uh, downloads, this, that, the other. We're telling you guys because we care and we want people to get across that finish line, as Al frequently says. Yep. Um, we want to get you there. And we're trying to give you guys the tools you need and trying to put the information out there for you to succeed. I know some people out there that think, you know, the whole podcast is a joke and you know, we're not doing enough to help people. And if you really wanted to help people, you'd physically get out there. But again, and, and I tell these people all the time, we're listened to in like 30 different countries, man. I couldn't do that in real life. No. Right. So how do you, how do you, how can you compete with that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's like, we're listened to all around the world. Our, me and Al's voices have been everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. We couldn't get plane tickets to travel that far. And, and no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I know sometimes we get a complaint, you know, on online or something like, oh, the audio is not good, this, that, the other. You guys got to understand how far we are apart. And and we come together every single week to make the show happen. Right. And, you know, and and that's the thing. Like when we pick up these topics, Al and I don't really discuss what we're doing. We we, a day or two before, maybe the, the week right after we get done recording, we'll say, hey, this is our topic that's coming up. And then we might not talk to each other again until the next Sunday we're going to record. Right. I'll hit you up and say, are we ready in 15? Yep. Okay, there you go. Let's go. That's I mean, it. It works. <laughs> it's worked for me. It's worked for you for, I mean, for a while now. So. <laughs> right. And guys, I mean, and again, just to just, I just want to keep pushing this. And I know it's like I'm beating a dead horse at this point, but guys, 
knowing who you can and cannot trust is going to be your make or break factor when shit hits the fan. It absolutely is. And I know this is a very lax episode and there's not an abundance of information with this and there's not a lot of facts in this episode, but this is just one of those things. I just wish I could grab all you guys, unscrew the top of your head and, and put some put a note in there that says trust no one and then screw your screw your head back on. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't listen. Trust and loyalty and things like that, they, they, they're they earned. They just don't come automatically. When, and you meet someone, you have no idea who you're talking to. I mean, they can seem like a great person for five years that you met them online, and then you meet them and they're a monster. So, you know, don't divvy out your trust. Divvy it out very, very closely, very close to the chest. Don't, don't give out your – just don't give it out like that. Be untrusting. <laughs> Yeah, be untrusting. I think that uh, I think that pretty much sums it up. Just be untrusting. Don't trust anybody. Trust yourself. Okay, go with your gut instinct. Ninety percent of the time, your gut's going to give you the right. It, the gut is going to make the decision for you on who to trust, who not to trust, etc. Right. Yep. That and feeling. I, <laughs> yeah, and I just think like how Al went back to the online thing, guys. I mean, you guys really have to think about it. We're in this digital age. We're in this digital era where everything we're done is online now and i know a lot of preppers would say to me well it's stupid that you do the show it's stupid that you put all this information out there because ip addresses could be practiced that the other they're right okay i'm not worried about google or microsoft coming in to take my canned goods that's not my primary concern no. okay my primary concern is holy shit there's a guy that lives in my town he knows who i am from social media or he's heard the show he knows exactly where i'm at and he is that werewolf prepper he is that guy that's going to come and take my shit if things break bad. Or there's going to be people just lining up at my doorstep, Jester, please help me. And, you know, those people are going to have to get turned away. Now, when are those people going to come back and turn on you and try to take you out to take your shit? That's the big thing here, guys. And this is why I say trust no one. Don't do it. No, sure don't want to. Trust is not something easily earned. So, yep. So that guys, that's about it. That's all I got on this. Um, the email, it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. Guys, drop us a line. We haven't got too much fan mail lately, but you know, shoot us an email, let us know how we're doing. Um, get that email box inbox blowing up again. Guys, don't forget the Podbean app, P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Download the app, Play Store and in, in the Apple Store, it's everywhere. Okay. Come in, catch me on Monday nights on its Doomsday Podcast Live. Catch Al there three nights a week, I believe. Friday, Thursday, Saturday, Friday, and Sunday. Saturday, Sunday, right? Yeah, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Big there Daddy Out Podcast. Yep. Yes. And um, one, just I'm going to say this one more time before we're out of here. Prepper Camp is this week, okay? And we're going to be there. We're going to be doing the show live from there. So if you guys want a bunch of prepper content, and if you guys want to catch what's going on, possibly even some famous preppers going to be on the show. I don't know yet. I'm working on it. I'm putting in the work. Um, you guys got to get the Podbean app to hear, hear the content. That's just how it's going to work. I'm sorry. That's what it is because I'm not going to upload 17 live shows to the platform. Right? No. It's not going to be a thing. So if you guys want this content, definitely be there and just get the app, guys. It's free. It's not costing you anything. All right. Um, Al, you got anything more you want to add before we're out of here? I'll be listening. I guarantee you I'll be listening. <laughs> nope. Uh, just everybody be safe. Uh, get your preps together if you've been doing this a long time. And if you're new to it, don't get scared. You still got time.
this is an emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities. Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.